Good morning, I'm Nathan and this is Word in Motion. This is a pod for looking in the mirror of scripture each day, seeing our imperfect selves and making one change each day to live and love as God intended. We started in on this idea yesterday, then and now you were children, he says, you were slaves, and you've been set free to become sons of God, heirs through him. It's a common theme from Paul. We read, just last week, Galatians 2, I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live at all, but Christ lives in me. He tells the Corinthians, anyone who is in Christ is a new creation. Old has passed away, new has come. We are fundamentally changed by Christ in us. And he picks that idea up again in Galatians 4, starting in verse 8. Formerly, when you did not know God, you were enslaved to those that by nature are not gods. But now that you have come to know God, or rather to be known by God, how can you turn back again to the weak and worthless elementary principles of the world, whose slaves you want to be once more? You observe days and months and seasons and years. I am afraid I may have labored over you in vain. Brothers, I entreat you, become as I am, for I also have become as you are. You did me no wrong. You know it was because of a bodily ailment that I preached the gospel to you at first. And though my condition was a trial to you, you did not scorn or despise me, but received me as an angel of God, as Christ Jesus." What then has become of your blessedness? For I testify to you that if possible, you would have gouged out your eyes and given them to me. Have I then become your enemy by telling you the truth? Verse 17, they make much of you, but for no good purpose. They want to shut you out that you may make much of them. It is always good to be made much of for a good purpose. And not only when I am present with you, my little children, for whom I am again in the anguish of childbirth until Christ is formed in you. I wish I could be present with you now and change my tone, for I am perplexed about you. Verse 9, the question, how can you turn back? He asks a similar question to the Colossians in Colossians 2. If with Christ, he says, you died to the elemental spirits of the world, why, as if you were still alive in the world, do you submit to regulations? This is a common temptation. Jesus warned in John 5, How can you believe who receive glory from one another and do not seek the glory that comes from the only God? Our love for the praise of men hinders us from trusting Christ because the purpose of Christ is to remove every piece, every little bit, every coffee ground of boasting in us and put it all in God. Remember the Pharisees, the legalistic religious leaders, used the law as a source of pride. You're fundamentally different creatures, Paul says, and he pleads with the church. There seems to be some resistance to his teaching or challenging. He pleads with them not to go backwards. Paul reveals the world's motives in verse 17. He says, they make much of you, but for no good purpose. They want to shut you out that you might make much of them. But the point of the gospel, once we understand Christ and what he has done and is doing, is to seek to be more like him, to see Christ formed in us, as Colossians 1, that he might be preeminent. To what end? Verse 19, I am again in anguish of childbirth until Christ is formed in you. Help me help you, Paul is saying here. So what about today? What does that mean for today? Matthew 6 says, Seek first 
the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. He had just finished telling them not to worry about what they will eat or drink or wear. As Paul says to the Colossians, set your mind on things above, not on things below. So for today, seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first seeing Christ formed in you. Before other things, before watching TV, before food, before exercise, That doesn't mean it has to come earlier in the day, but it has to come with higher priority. Block out your time first for Christ and fit everything else around it. For you have died, as Paul said, and your life is hidden with Christ, that he would be formed in you. Paul says, I wish I could present, be be present with you now, and change my tone for I am perplexed about you. Saying, I wish I could be face to face with you to communicate this more strongly to you. The importance first of Christ and foremost of Christ. Think of going to a buffet and instead of filling your plate with veggies and macaroni and dessert, first put Christ. Christ is the stake. Christ is the the prime course. First put Christ on your plate and then fill around him. Not that these other things are bad, but these other things are not nearly as important as Christ. Let me pray for you. Father God, give us eyes to see our priorities. Give us clarity in our decision making to prioritize you, that you would be first and foremost in our lives. Lord, give us the the eyes to see our priorities clearly. Lord, and then give us the boldness to rearrange. Give us the, the clarity and the faith to rearrange our lives around what's important, Lord. Thank you for saving us. Thank you for giving us you in our lives. Thank you for being present in our lives, Lord. Help us to then build our lives accordingly, that you would be preeminent, that you would be first and enough in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for listening. Tomorrow's Friday, so we'll be in the Psalms for our Sabbath in the Psalms. Have a great day.